Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the beginning of the book of Ezra. In the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, in order to fulfill the word of the Lord spoken by Jeremiah, the Lord inspired King Cyrus of Persia to issue this proclamation throughout his kingdom, both by word of mouth and in writing. Thus says Cyrus, king of Persia, All the kingdoms of the earth, the Lord, the God of heaven, has given them me. And he has also charged me to build him a house in Jerusalem, which is in Judah. Therefore, whoever among you belongs to any part of his people, let him go up, and may his God be with him. Let everyone who has survived in whatever place he may have dwelt be assisted by the people of that place with silver, gold, goods, and cattle, together with free will offerings for the house of God in Jerusalem. Then the family heads of Judah and Benjamin and the priests and Levites, everyone, that is, whom God had inspired to do so, prepared to go up to build the house of the Lord in Jerusalem. All their neighbors gave them help in every way, with silver, gold, goods, and cattle, and with many precious gifts, besides all their free will offerings. The word of the Lord. The Lord has done marvels for us. When the Lord brought back the captives of Zion, we were like men dreaming. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with rejoicing. Then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us. We are glad indeed. Restore our fortunes, O Lord, like the torrents in the southern desert. Those that sow in tears shall reap rejoicing. Although they go forth weeping, carrying the seed to be sown, they shall come back rejoicing, carrying their sheaves. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to the crowds, No one who lights a lamp conceals it with a vessel or sets it under a bed. Rather, he places it on a lampstand, so that those who enter may see the light. But there is nothing hidden that will not become visible, and nothing secret that will not be known and come to light. Take care, then, how you hear. To anyone who has, more will be given. And for the one who has not, even what he seems to have will be taken away. The Gospel of the Lord. In 1836, the Asian country of Korea received its first Christian Catholic missionaries. They came from Paris. And to their utter amazement, the missionaries found that the Koreans were already practicing Catholicism. How could that be? It could be because a young Korean man went to China in 1784 to study Catholicism. He returned to Korea baptized with the Christian name Peter Rhee, and he began converting Koreans to Christ. When a Chinese priest arrived in 1794, he was greeted by 4,000 Catholics. But that priest was slain by the government authorities in 1801. So for three decades, there was no missionary activity in Korea. 
There were no priests. There were no sacraments. Yet, the missionaries from France found Catholicism was still being practiced when they arrived in 1836. That is an incredible testament to the faith and perseverance of the Korean faithful. The saint we honor today, Andrew Kim Taegon, is the patron saint of Korea. He was the first Korean-born Catholic priest, baptized at age 15 and later ordained by a French bishop in 1844. Andrew suffered martyrdom two years later at age 25, tortured and beheaded near the city of Seoul. He was one of several thousand Korean Christians who were executed during outbreaks of persecutions in the 1800s. Pope John Paul II canonized Andrew Kim and 102 of his companions during a trip to Korea in 1984. Red has been worn quite a bit this past week at Holy Mass. Last week we celebrated the exaltation of the Holy Cross. Then Cornelius and Cyprian both killed for refusing to offer sacrifice to the pagan gods. Yesterday on the calendar was St. Januarius, another bishop martyred in a persecution engineered by the Roman government. Tomorrow we will wear red again for St. Matthew the Apostle. Isn't it interesting? We honor these people that were brutally executed. On paper, it looks like they lost, but they won. They won a crown of martyrdom. The blood of the holy martyrs was poured out for Christ upon the earth. Therefore, they have gained everlasting rewards. Poured out on the earth. As our opening prayer says today, their blood is the most fruitful seed of Christianity. How beautiful. Do you know what else is interesting? There are no great church monuments or statues or buildings named after the great moderates of history. The people who compromised in order to survive. The people who tried to play both sides. People who lost their souls in order to gain a piece of this fading away world. No, we don't honor those people. Instead, we honor people like our brave, humble Koreans who went to their deaths for refusing to deny Christ. The greatest monument we have is an instrument of torture and execution, a cross. And to the utter amazement of an unbelieving world, the cross gets planted in the ground at the holy sacrifice of mass and the blood that flows down upon the earth from it is the most fruitful seed of Christianity. How beautiful indeed.